Let's say good morning and welcome back to Gary Bagley, Executive Director for New York Cares. Hey, Gary, how are you this Sunday morning? I'm doing well. How are you today? I'm doing great. So, Gary, I'm going to tell you, and we'll get to a little bit more about you later in, in, in the segment, but let's start. It's, it's that time, and I was mentioning earlier in the show that everybody, and I might be showing my age, but everybody remembers that commercial of the Statue <laughs> of Liberty freezing because she doesn't have a coat. And that was such a, a reminder as the temperature's dropping about the coat drive that you guys have done for so long. Let's talk about that. Yeah, well, thank you, first of all, for recognizing the power of that image. Um, New York Cares is now in its 33rd year of leading um, this annual coat drive. And when we were a very small organization, you know, we, we often talk about the many ways people can give to a nonprofit. A wonderful ad agency here in the city, J. Walter Thompson at the time, now JWT, took on the job of designing something for our campaign around the coat drive and came out with what is an iconic and such a resonant image um, that really tells us the New Yorkers um, that, you know, at the core of our being is welcoming people to the shores of New York City and our country. And for that very image to be without a coat and in the cold um, just speaks to everybody so much. So at New York Cares, we keep leaning into that image and really telling folks, like, we want anybody um, who might not have a coat um, as we enter this winter to be able to get either a brand new one or a gently used one through our program. And we'll talk more in a minute, but uh, we're even going further this year because those who don't have a coat are also likely in need of some sort of food assistance as well. They may be experiencing food insecurity. And so we wanted to even draw attention to that this year for New Yorkers. And we will definitely talk about that. But, you know, it's so funny, Gary, because there's more than one thing that New York Care does, but it's just the coat drive is just the, the thing that really sets you apart from other nonprofits who are also doing great work in the city to help those who are challenged and going through challenging times. Well, thank you. You know, we um, one of the things that New York Cares has always developed over the years is because of the power of people, we are able to take a program like the Coat Drive and, you know, by leveraging the power of New Yorkers, we can collect 60 to 100,000 coats. And I always say we do that one coat at a time. And it's because one New Yorker at a time goes into their closet or makes a donation to the campaign. And so every time that we're able to, to launch something that's as big as the coat drive, it's a real testimonial to the power of New Yorkers and their passion for giving. There's no doubt about that. Now, Gary, let's lock in the coat drive right now. How can people donate new coats or gently used coats to you? If you would like to donate a gently used coat, we ask you to visit our website, newyorkcares.org, there, you'll find a map of all the organizations that New York Cares is serving who would like coats. And you can find one that's near your apartment, near your office, um, in Midtown if you're commuting in. And these are uh, organizations that have agreed that you can just bring a newly, either a new coat, 
um, a freshly laundered, gently used coat and drop them right off there. We found that that actually is fasting, right? You know, people wanted to just go across the street and drop off a coat if that's where it was needed. If you want to donate, and this has been a very powerful mechanism for us to get new coats to New Yorkers in need, um, if you just visit our website again, you can donate to the Coat Drive right from the home page. This year, we've launched what we call Coats Plus. So $25, just a $25 gift will put a brand new coat on the back of a New Yorker who needs it, as well as ensure that we can deliver 10 meals to those experiencing food insecurity over the next month or two. Wow. So all this through your website, and that's NewYorkCares.org. Exactly. Gary, let's talk about the added mention, the added thing that you talked about here, and that's food. And it is it just amazes me with where we are this year, 2021, that there are still issues with feeding folks, issues with having coats, issues with shelter. It, it, it's amazing. Um, let's just talk a little bit now how the food project with New York Cares is going. And this is not new, am I right? No, not new at all. We've been delivering meals uh, since we started working with the network of soup kitchens and pantries. You know, our volunteers are the front line to get those meals in the hands of the people who need them. Of course, during the pandemic, um, things changed, right? Uh, people either were picking up supplies on street corners um, because it wasn't safe to be inside. There wasn't room for social distancing. And certainly um, organizations weren't able to cook meals because people would need to come inside to get them and there was nowhere to sit. So our army of volunteers really stepped up. In a typical year, New York Cares would deliver about 3 million meals to New Yorkers who were in need of them. And we always felt like that was daunting and impressive. But since the beginning of COVID-19, um, we have now delivered over 50 million meals wow. um, through the power of our volunteers. So, uh, you know, this, this is, as you mentioned earlier, this is it's very, very concerning. Um, you know, almost 13% of New Yorkers are experiencing food insecurity. Mm. And then we know that's not the same across every single neighborhood, right? Um, if we go up to the South Bronx, you, you have neighborhoods where about 42% of the people uh, are experiencing food insecurity. And one thing we know in New York City, and, and I believe we really work to lift this value, um, is that we don't believe New York is city is succeeding unless every New Yorker is succeeding. So this is a moment when we, we also have to kind of redistribute and focus, right? Where in the neighborhoods where we are needed most um, and really put the power of our time, our money, our coats into those areas that need even more than some of the other areas just to get back up and try to level the playing field a little bit. And my guest is Gary Bagley. He's the executive director for New York Cares, the way to volunteer. You're listening to New York Sports and Beyond here on 98.7 ESPN. I'm Larry Hardesty. Gary, let's talk about COVID-19 and the pandemic. And you mentioned just one way that it affected New York Cares. But let's talk about, obviously, financially, you are a nonprofit organization. Donations are very important. 
that had to drop because of the pandemic. And you have a bunch of, of great organizations and companies, I'm sure, that help you out and donate because of the great work that you guys do. And I'm sure COVID affected that as well. What, what's been, how have you been able to continue to do the work that you've been able to do under these new circumstances? What a great question. You know, one of the things that I would say is overall, um, the power of New Yorkers has been powerful with time. And then there were a lot of folks who were either had left New York City temporarily um, or were, you know, had medical conditions where they could no longer volunteer. And a lot of people and companies switched over to provide philanthropic support recognizing that we were on the front lines of making sure folks got meals. Um, also, a huge initiative during this uh, campaign was to mitigate the effects of isolation that so many are experiencing, right? The senior centers are not open anymore, for instance. Many social services organizations had to limit the amount of services they could provide. Our team launched a phone banking system where so far we've made over 80,000 calls to um, seniors, to veterans, and to families living in transitional housing to provide both moral support and company, um, but also to understand what needs people might be experiencing that we can then flag, whether that's for the Department for Veterans Services or the Department for the Aging or Department of Homeless Services, to make sure that individuals could get whatever extra they needed while going through what is a hard time for all of us, but a really hard time for some of us. So folks stepped up, they made the phone calls, they helped support us financially. But I would say one of the things that I said early in the pandemic, and I'm sadly finding out that I was right, was that this is not gonna be a short-term problem. Right. The folks that have been most affected by the pandemic were already the most affected in our in our healthy system. Right. Like uh, I always tell people we don't want to get back to normal because normal in February 2020 wasn't good enough. Right. Everyone wasn't succeeding. So um, I think, you know, we're really calling out and saying thank you to New Yorkers for supporting us through the pandemic. It is not over. And the effect on the hungry, the effects on those experiencing issues around mental health. These are not going to come back quickly, and we really need to make sure that we can show up for them years and years and years to come. That's a great point, Gary. Does a day like Giving Tuesday add to what you normally do? Do you find that Giving Tuesday is, because it's become a thing now, it allows you to have even more people donate and, and volunteer to, to sign up to volunteer? You know, I'm thrilled to say that Giving Tuesday has galvanized donors around understanding the needs of charities. Um, in its early days, I am here to admit I was a little bit of a skeptic. Um, and then we really focused on the coat drive on Giving Tuesday. Um, today, we're working to raise $100,000 um, on, on Giving Tuesday, um, and I, I have found that there are certain folks who that catches their attention um, in a way that, you know, other campaigns might not. So we have found Giving Tuesday 
to be remarkably helpful. Um, so, you know, this past Tuesday, we were out, you know, sort of trumpeting our cause, and New Yorkers really, really stepped up. Well, that's good to hear. That's really good to hear. Ways to volunteer. I know there's sometimes you don't have money, but you can volunteer your services. And Gary, after talking to you through the years, I know you can always use an extra pair of hands. <laughs> it's so true. If you go to NewYorkCares.org, under our volunteer tab, you can find out how to become a volunteer. One of the other upsides, I guess I'd say, of the pandemic is that we kind of ripped the Band-Aid and made sure that all donations or all uh, volunteer orientations and trainings are now self-guided. Mm. So you can sign up to volunteer and then right on your phone or your desktop, go through the orientation process, which takes 15 to 20 minutes. And then you have available to you anywhere between 1,000 and 1,500 projects a month. They're happening in all five boroughs. Um, they're happening in education, uh, hunger, seniors. Um, when the weather warms up a little bit, we'll be back out in the public spaces of the city. So one of the great things about the New York Cares model is you can just search by what interests you, when you're available, what neighborhood you'd like to be in, and you can see options for volunteering. Just sign up, show up. We have a wonderful trained volunteer who is present at every one of our projects to help you get organized, make sure you have everything you need, um, and, and to make sure you have a great volunteer experience. Whether you have an hour or 10 hours this week, we would love to make use of them. And once again, all that information is on NewYorkCares.org. Gary Bagley, Executive Director of New York Cares, uh, always love talking to you. Here's the thing now as we move into our final segment. I'm hearing through the grapevine that you are uh, stepping away, and this is part of your Mariana Rivera, Derek Jeter farewell tour that you're doing. Uh, Gary, let's, let's take a little bit of time to just reflect uh, on on your thoughts about New York Cares and how it's changed since you've been there now. We were talking, you've been there, what, 17 years? All in 17 years. I started by leading our program team, and then about 12 years ago, um, I was fortunate enough to step into the executive director role. You know, it, it, the things that I'm proudest of over these years, and, the, you know, I've, I've just worked with amazing team over the years, you know, everybody who leads knows you don't you don't do this alone. If they left it all up to me to be a mess. So <laughs> we hire really smart and wonderful people um, who are passionate about our cause. And you know, over the years, we went from being a Man Manhattan-centric organization. Almost eighty percent of our partnerships were on the island of Manhattan, and we really challenged ourselves as an organization to meet the most pressing community needs. And that meant we had to be across all five boroughs. So we've tripled in size, mm. but now about a third of our work is on the island of Manhattan. And then we we our presence in Bronx, Brooklyn, Queens, and Staten Island have increased by that much um, so that we can be fully present where we're needed most. Our volunteer base has doubled in size. Um, and and our, I think some of the programs I'm, 
I'm really proudest of our volunteer income tax assistance program, the growth of the coat drive, um, the ability of New Yorkers to support immigrants in achieving citizenship, right? These are some of those programs, like you said, New York Cares is this wonderful smorgasbord of options for the volunteer, um, but those changes happen program by program, um, and they happen neighborhood by neighborhood. And as I always say, you know, our 150,000 volunteer positions that we fill, that happens four or five people coming together at a time across a full year to really drive the power of change. So it's been such an amazing uh, gig. You know, I always say a bad day at New York Cares is the best day most people can imagine having at work. So what an honor it's been. Gary, what, what's changed uh, with New York Cares from the moment you walked through the doors to you walking out the door? Wow. A great question. You know, it, it, the team is over double the size. Um, our team is really more and more from the city we serve, which mm. really has changed the conversation and the dynamic. I would say, you know, we as a society – have increasingly been aware of what it means to really have diverse, inclusive, and equitable workplaces. And for us, that's volunteer experiences. So I think the conversation and the action around building a more equitable New York City is something that's totally different. Um, and again, you know, as unhappy as many of us are about, you know, those events that have instigated the conversation, New York Cares has really used it to push the conversation forward. So I think we we are striving for not just um, helping those in need, but really helping support our neighbors in thriving as fully as we are. Um, and I think that's different and in a very focused way. Um, and then thanks to the generosity of New Yorkers, we continue to have the fuel, you know, to, to drive, uh, drive the car where we want to go. Um, and, and the generosity has just been, it's very different than when I got there. We're, mm. we're almost double the size, and that's because New Yorkers have stepped up to support us in doing that. What do you, where do you see New York Cares going? as you hand it off to your, you know, your, your, your successor? You know, I, I, it's very interesting. I, I, New York cares respond to the most pressing community needs. And of course I, as a leader saw that in a certain way and led that in a certain way. And my biggest hope is that I left a very strong foundation. I cannot imagine a New York cares that doesn't thrive and grow. We have a wonderful board, a brilliant staff, uh, and, and that, that will set the stage. And I think a new leader, I was saying to somebody, you know, I actually can't picture where it's going. Um, and that's because the new leader is, I'm sure, going to take it to new heights that are just different than the ones that I could imagine. And that's mm. exciting. I, 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 as I said, my biggest hope is that a year from now, Somebody says Gary Bagley, and everybody says Gary who? Um, 
and, and and that they're just so invested in a new leader with new and exciting ideas that uh, that I can just stand back and applaud. Um, as I said on my last day at New York Cares, I want to hand the keys to the new executive director and then go out and volunteer on one of our hunger programs. Wow. That to me will be the perfect perfect last day at the office. So you are kind of doing the Brett Favre. You have you have kind of announced you're leaving, but you're really not. You're really coming back. <laughs> oh yeah, you can't get rid of me. I, I said to people like, once you're in your net, you're in my network. You have to forcibly tell me to leave, uh, or, or you're stuck with me forever. Well, it's clear, Gary, that for the time that you were at New York Cares, it was about New York Cares and your passion, and your your focus and your ideas and, and just your leadership has been just amazing, and everybody's spoken about it. And it's been my pleasure to know you uh, over this time and the great work that you're doing with New York Care. So whatever's in the future for Gary Bagley, I wish you the best of success. And even if it's with another organization, Gary, you can call, we, we can still you know, help push what you're doing because here's what I know, what you're doing and what you're involved in is going to be the best. It's going to be the best for those who, who need the most help. So Gary, it's been my pleasure to, be, to have been speaking with you and the great work that you're doing in New York Cares. And I just hope that the, it just gets bigger and bigger. Unfortunately, I would love to say that we won't need New York Cares anymore, but I don't think that's going to happen in the near future. I don't either, and I'm so glad to you know that New York Cares is for the, there for the city. And any Sunday morning you want to chat with me, I'm there. All right, Gary. Thanks so much, and uh, best of luck going forward. You too.